You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Do you love history but hate when it's stuffy and boring? Well, look no further and join me, Katie Charlwood, your friend the neighborhood social scientist and reader of books, as I delve into unsolved historical mysteries, murders by gaslight, and of course, women who have been misrepresented through all time. On Who Did What Now, the history podcast that's not your history class. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Almost everyone has heard the urban legend of Bloody Mary. As the story goes, this ghastly, murderous spirit can be summoned through your mirror if you stand in the bathroom, turn off the lights, and repeat her name aloud. Some versions of the story claim that she'll drive her summoner insane, while others state that she'll kill or maim them. Ever since this urban legend was first documented in the 1970s, it's shown incredible staying power. For decades, children across the world have reported hearing the tale with different variations and enacting the ritual themselves. Some even claim to have actually seen Bloody Mary in the mirror. But how did this creepy story start? Though its exact origins are unknown, there are several real women throughout history who've been linked with this terrifying ghost. They include Mary Worth, an alleged witch who was burned at the stake in the 17th or maybe 19th century, Elizabeth Bathory, a 16th century Hungarian noblewoman who allegedly killed and tortured hundreds of women and girls, and even the English Queen Mary I, who earned the nickname Bloody Mary for burning hundreds of Protestants alive in the mid-1500s. Wherever and however this unsettling urban legend began, it remains one of the world's most widely known ghost stories to this day. Now, let's explore the legend itself, its murky origins, and the women who just might be the real-life Bloody Mary. You're listening to History Uncovered, brought to you by the digital publisher All That's Interesting, where we explore the untreated corners of the natural world and the world past. I'm All That's Interesting staff writer Kalina Fraga. Today, we're going behind the mirror to explore the urban legend of the terrifying Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Depending on where you grew up, you might have heard a slightly different retelling of the Bloody Mary legend, including what you have to do to summon her, what she looks like, and what she does once she bursts through your mirror. Some versions of the legend instruct the summoner to say Bloody Mary 13 times. Other versions say that three will do. Some say that repeating Bloody Mary isn't enough. You actually have to say something like Bloody Mary, I killed your baby, or even the more specific, I believe in Mary Worth. And most versions of the ritual require the summoner to stand in a dark room in front of a mirror, sometimes with a candle or two burning nearby. Even Bloody Mary herself has been described in different ways. Some claim that she'll kill her summoner, scratch their face, or drive them insane. Others say she'll pull the summoner into the mirror, though certain renditions insist that she'll merely lurk behind the glass. Some of the most disturbing descriptions of Bloody Mary describe a frantic woman clutching a dead blue baby, while others claim that her arms are empty and outstretched, and that the summoner should taunt her by saying, I stole your baby, or... I killed your baby. So how did this urban legend develop? Surprisingly, it seems to have a somewhat innocent origin. 
and 18th century, women were known to gaze into the mirror in hopes of getting a glimpse of their future husbands. Robert Burns discussed this practice in his notes for his 1787 poem, Halloween, saying, quote, Take a candle and go alone to a looking glass. Eat an apple before it, and some traditions say you should comb your hair all the time. The face of your conjugal companion, to be, will be seen in the glass, as if peeping over your shoulder, unquote. However, this seemingly innocuous ritual had a sinister twist. If someone gazed into the mirror and saw a skeleton instead of a man, that meant they were going to die before they had the chance to meet their husband and get married. Similarly, in the 19th century, some people believed that if you stared into the mirror for too long, the devil would appear. Over time, the fascination and fear surrounding mirrors seemed to have helped birth the Bloody Mary legend. But for the legend to truly take off, it of course needed its star. So who are the real-life women who may have inspired Bloody Mary herself? knows for certain who the Bloody Mary legend is based on, there are several women, some more firmly based in history than others, who may have inspired it. One possible candidate is Mary Worth. Though sources describe her as living in the American colonies during the 17th century, specifically during the Salem witch trials, others state that she was alive much later, around the time of the Civil War in the 1860s. In any case, there are basically two versions of the Mary Worth story. One claims that townspeople grew to suspect that she was kidnapping and murdering young children, possibly so she could use their blood to stay young. Another states that she was part of the quote-unquote reverse underground railroad, and would lure in enslaved people trying to reach the north, then send them back to the south for money. Some versions of this story even say that Worth would torture and kill her victims. But both stories end the same way. After the townspeople became suspicious, they captured Mary Worth, and killed her. Some say she was burned alive, others say she was lynched. In any case, Mary Worth allegedly screamed that if they dared utter her name in a mirror, she would return and take revenge on them. That's why some versions of the story require the summoner to say, I believe in Mary Worth, to bring Bloody Mary out of the mirror. Mary Worth isn't the only real-life Bloody Mary contender, however. It's also possible that Bloody Mary is based on Elizabeth Bathory, a Hungarian noblewoman born in the 16th century who may have been one of history's most prolific and sadistic serial killers. Unlike Mary Worth, whose very existence is up to debate, Elizabeth Bathory was most certainly real. Whether or not she truly tortured and killed hundreds of young women and girls between 1590 and 1610, however, is less clear. In 1611, Bathory was found guilty of causing the deaths of at least 80 young girls and spent the last four years of her life under house arrest. According to both contemporaneous and modern-day sources, she tortured her victims in excruciating ways, burning them with hot irons, beating them with clubs, mutilating them with scissors, and even sewing their lips shut. Bathory also allegedly kept a diary that revealed that she didn't have just 80 victims, she had 650 victims. She is sometimes considered a candidate to be Bloody Mary because she allegedly bathed in her victim's blood in hopes of keeping a youthful appearance. With time, though, some of the charges against Bathory have been reassessed. Some historians believe that she was slandered because the king owed her late husband a large debt, 
and hoped that he could gain her lands if she was found guilty and put to death. But while Mary Worth and Elizabeth Bathory are compelling options, some believe that Bloody Mary actually has ties to Queen Mary I of England, who, indeed, was known as Bloody Mary. Between 1555 and 1558, smoke hung heavy in the air over England, as did the screams of the masses of people being burned alive. These unlucky victims were Protestants who had been sentenced to death by the hundreds on the orders of the stridently Catholic Queen Mary I. Born in 1516 to King Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon, Mary had a strange, tortured childhood. Raised devoutly Catholic, she watched her father split from the Catholic Church and form the Church of England, all so he could divorce her mother and marry his second wife, Anne Boleyn. Mary initially refused to endorse her father's controversial decision or acknowledge him as the head of his new church. Mary eventually did accept these changes, to her great regret, and watched as her father went through four more wives. When he died in 1547, Mary had no choice but to watch the throne pass to her younger brother, Edward VI. But when Edward died six years after that, and tried to install his cousin Lady Jane Grey as queen, Mary made her move. With the support of the English people, Mary raised an army and was able to wrest the throne from Lady Jane Grey after just nine days. Then, she went about trying to restore Catholicism in England. In 1555, Mary invoked the law of heretico cumberendo, which meant that Protestants, who Mary saw as heretics, would be burned at the stake. And, for the next three years, hundreds did. They included prominent men like Archbishop Thomas Kramer, but also regular citizens, most of them poor. For this reason, Mary I became known as Bloody Mary but she's linked to the Bloody Mary legend for other reasons, too. 37 years old when she became queen, Mary was determined, much like her father had been, to produce a suitable heir. And two months after she married Philip of Spain in July 1554, Mary announced that she was pregnant. Though Mary seemed pregnant by any conceivable measure, her due date came and went and no child was born. Meanwhile, one envoy passed on gossip to the French court that Mary had given birth, but to a quote-unquote lump of flesh. Indeed, it's possible that she'd had a molar pregnancy. Thus, it's fitting that some versions of the legend include taunting the Bloody Mary ghost by saying, I stole your baby, or I killed your baby. In the end, it's not entirely clear who inspired the Bloody Mary myth. It could be any number of real women in history, like Mary I of England or Elizabeth Bathory, or even someone with a murkier story, like the alleged witch Mary Worth. And it's not even clear where the Bloody Mary legend came from, what inspired the terrifying ritual that's still performed at sleepovers across the world. We'll surely never know for certain, which only makes this urban legend all the more enduring and all the more terrifying. Thanks for listening to History Uncovered. I'm History Uncovered's producer, Kit Westneat. If you like the show, help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
And be sure to follow the All That's Interesting and History Revealed pages on Facebook and Real History Uncovered on Instagram. Make sure you don't miss out on the new episodes and subscribe to the History Uncovered podcast. And keep up with our latest stories at allthatsinteresting.com. If you have a question about the show or just want to say hi, feel free to call us at 929-526-3029 or email us at podcast at allthatsinteresting.com. This podcast is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like Legends of the Old West and Redacted History. Until next time, keep exploring. What's something you learned in history class that you feel like wasn't the whole truth? Better yet, what's something you didn't learn at all that was omitted completely? That's what I like to call Redacted History. My name is Andre White, the host of the Redacted History Podcast, the place where history's forgotten events, heroes, and villains get their story told, one episode at a time. The Redacted History Podcast. Real history never dies. Stream the Redacted History Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts.